0: Hello and welcome back friends. So um as you know, it's Women in Horror Month and um it's finally time we look at a favorite of mine, a personal favorite film, definitely favorite directors. They are I feel like my sisters from uh, from Another Mother and uh, we'll get into why that is, but uh essentially in a really un you know, un represented area in film you know women really aren't in the horror industry so these two are definitely paving the way so uh, without further ado school thing. that shouldn't come as a surprise to you, I'm changing specialties Dr. Grant, <laughs> Don't know that voice. That is the one, the only Catherine Isabel playing the role of American Mary, brought to us by the one, the, well, the two one and only's, uh, Jen and Sylvia Salska. So, um,. It is one hell of an interesting film, if you haven't seen it. Uh, So the 2012 Canadian horror film, as I said, starring Catherine Isabel, Antonio Cooper, and Tristan Risk, and written and directed by my favourites, Jen and Sylvia, Um, essentially Isabel, the whole film can be summed up in essentially one sentence. We have Isabel playing our medical student, Mary, who begins to essentially have money woes. Desperate for money, she begins taking on clients for extreme body modification in um, essentially trying to solve her, her financial troubles. Now, why, you ask, she does that? Like I said, medical student, she's undergoing her her classes which are extremely costly and you know she's putting herself through school how else is she gonna make the money to do so so it's kind of a really unique take on that um and the film itself is a nice kind of tie-in of dark black humor with really a, a really great story so our surgical student mary you know she's we open up to her doing her typical a day in the life of Mary, for lack of a better word, which includes her sipping wine and essentially trying to suture chicken wing or extra wings onto a raw turkey. Um And uh, this is when we kind of see her desperate for fun, cell phone getting cut off, all that stuff. Um, she decides to apply for work at a local strip club where she ends up meeting the club owner. Now, her resume is chucked full of all of her medical, medical degrees. So he instantly sees an opportunity and actually just so happens to have a man bleeding in the club's basement that night due to some illegal dealings and essentially offers Mary $5,000 to perform emergency surgery without any questions asked. Mary takes the money, um, of course helps this gentleman fixes the situation, but spends the next few days terrified that whatever she's just done, um, in the criminal world is essentially going to follow her home. So Lo and behold, it's not the criminal underbelly she expected, but the one and only Beatrice Johnson, um, a stripper from the club where Mary had applied, she basically saw the resume and saw the surgery um, uh, terminologies and whatnot, essentially decided that this was the person she needed to contact because Beatrice is a member of the extreme plastic surgery community, um, and basically all of her money is spent turning herself into Betty Boop got to give Tristan wrist some credit here her ability to play this character is unbelievable it's really cool to see so um, Beatrice offers Mary of course a large lump sum of money because the only way you can kind of get someone into doing something illegal like that but uh, essentially her friend Ruby real girl um wants a surgery but no doctor will do it she's essentially wants to become a human doll and the last step of her transformation would include removing her nipples and all external genitalia now essentially you know mary doesn't kind of want to do this but realizes that ruby's desire is genuine um and this is kind of mary's first step into the body modification society realizing you know the patient's general need for it want for it if it's genuine and then going forward from there and we kind of see a scene later on when she's more comfortable in this role going through one of her catalogs with a uh, another uh, potential patient now mary of course is in a residency in a surgical specialty and her teachers and mentors praise her for her promising skill um, and she gets invited to a party with the other surgeons Lo and behold, it's kind of suspicious as she's the only young resident invited. And essentially, you kind of get the feeling that something weird's going on here. These surgeons aren't just here to have a good time. Um, And you basically realize that Mary has been drugged and essentially will be choked and then raped by her former teacher, Dr. Alan Great. Might I add, is a total prick throughout the entire movie to her constantly just harassing her yourself on one off all that kind of junk just oh i hate professors like that you know just mary obviously can multitask and doesn't give her any credit for it but that's a whole other podcast so um now of course he assaults her and going forward you see that none of the teachers or mentors have any guilt or remorse for her attack and it's in this moment that mary decides fuck it drops out of her residency now this is where you see her hubris kind of come into play. She wants revenge. So she enforces the club's um, bodyguard and uh, of course Billy and and to kidnap Grant and deliver her to uh, her apartment for revenge. And this will include involuntary surgery. So this is when Mary goes straight into the body modification surgery full time. Uh, through the dark web channels, um, we begin seeing this term of Bloody Mary, the surgeon of great skill. And um, it's basically through Billy's strip club that she uses that as a way to entice new business and make new contacts. And um, this is where I was saying earlier, you see the scene of her getting really comfortable in the role, you know, telling someone to get the hell out of her, um, I guess, consult area because they were wasting her time. You know, difference between someone who was Serious about what they want and one that's, for lack of a better word, a pussy, you know, kind of falling out of, you know, don't waste your time. <coughs> but uh, I, I'm, I'm not saying that if you don't do any form of body modification that you're a pussy. I don't believe that, um, you know, your body's your temple, treat it how you want it. So um, essentially going forward with um, her surgery this is when all of a sudden things start to kind of unravel for her. So like I said, we've kidnapped Dr. Grant and Dr. Grant isn't, isn't exactly one of those disappearances that doesn't go unnoticed. So next thing you know, a police detective, uh, detective, detective Dollar starts uh, popping up, asking Mary questions. And this is when Mary's kind of, uh oh, shit, something's going on because Dr. Walsh, another fellow surgeon gave Mary's name to this uh detective. So Mary, again decides to hold a grudge, um, against, uh, uh, Dr. Walsh and ends up actually, uh, kid getting him kidnapped, um, and beat on her behalf. Um, just given the whole situation. But while this is all unraveling, you know, Mary's actually keeping Dr. Grant alive, her meaning, and. uh, I guess antagonist and using him as practice material for her extreme surgery. So the catalog that you see earlier in the scene, actually poor Dr. Grants and all of these surgeries he did with no consent. So, At this point, Dr. Grant is found alive by one of the bodyguards, who he kind of freaks out. And anyways, Mary ends up killing the security guard who came across Dr. Grant. Um, And uh, essentially, like I said, Billy, who's kidnapped uh, Dr. Walsh on Mary's behalf. You know, things are kind of totally unraveling here. So Detective Toler approaches Mary again, hoping to help her since he's basically learned about the sex parties the two other missing doctors um you know and basically has a assumption that she is one of the victims and they are basically moving in closer um and this is you know with their suspicions and basically getting closer and closer to mary and her recent wealth now mary of course as i said she's beginning to unravel from the worry of the of her tape being found the rape being just you know, discovered essentially knowing that she is involved and she's been lying this whole time. And then to add on top of that, the death of her grandmother. So all of this is going through Mary's head and lo and behold, what happens in the background? Our little Ruby real girl, her disgruntled spouse becomes so upset about what she has done to Ruby's body. He ends up attacking her, attacking Beatrice and finally going after Mary and attacking her with a knife. Now, in an active kind of self-repair, um, Mary decides to sew her own wound shut. But in all of this is found in the operating uh, room, bled to death, and it's all discovered by the police later on. And our film ends. So, um, yeah. Sorry for the terrible summary there, but essentially that's that's what we're looking at. So it, don't let my summary ruin it for you if you haven't seen it. I highly recommend checking it out because I have skimmed some very important scenes and some really great interactions between the characters. Um, this cast is, you know, not a whole lot of really big names, but really great talent. I mean, Catherine Isabel, spot on, Tristan Risk, you would not even recognize her if you look her up and then see what she plays in this film. Um, Antonio Cooper, you know, they, they all, do, or Coopo, they all do a fantastic job, um, you know, basically bringing these characters to life. Even um, David um, Lovegreen as Dr. Alan Grant. I love to hate you, that's all I can say. <laughs> now, um, the film itself was shot in Vancouver, BC, and Lo and behold, no visual effects are used. All of the effects are either practical or actual members of the real-life body modification community. And uh, I didn't realize that the Soski twins actually wrote the role of Mary specifically for Catherine Isabel. And there's definitely, I think, um, a close uh, connection between Catherine and Tristan. They use them quite a bit in later films, um, whenever they have female characters or roles to be filled. Now, um, the script was written while the Solskis were trying to sell their first film of Dead Hooker in a Trunk. Um, and it's kind of interesting because it mirrors some of the experiences they had in the film industry, you know, meeting the sleazy people that es- essentially in the beginning seemed reputable and in the end were totally not. So when you uh, do watch it, do know that it's really based off their their experience that way. So... um American Mary premiered at the london Fright fest, Fright fest film festival bleh, tongue twister on uh, august twenty seven two thousand and twelve and would receive a limited theatrical run um, but of course would be available on video demand um, in two thousand and thirteen that following year now um, I would come across this later on um, as a dvD but essentially love the behind the scenes documentary with the cast and crew. I want to work with the Solskis so bad. If you ladies hear this, I think you're awesome. Um, not only that, but we also share the same birthday. So it's kind of cool. Um, now, uh, going into... The love I have for these two. Not everyone shares that same love, it looks like. Sadly for this film, it's pretty much right dead ringer for halfway. Either people love it or they hate it. Um, Some quotes I saw included, you know, it suffers a bit from an uneven acting and an over, an underwhelming climax. Um, You know, but essentially utilizing pitch black humor and striking visuals to deliver gory, freaky thrills for the body horror enthusiast. And at the same time, you know, I was seeing a review that included uh, that the film starts out promising but ends up going for the gross out. Which, I wouldn't say that's the case. This isn't, you know, I don't know. But I guess gross out is just one of those vague terms that gets thrown around in the horror review industry. And it really is so vague they they should pinpoint what they're trying to say. But essentially, wrapping up, um, personally, this film will always be one of my favorites the unique characters the plot line um it delivers a unique one-of-a-kind tale like none other um and basically when you finish watching this film you walk away remembering you know our hero mary and her friends uh you know beatrice ruby um you know the characters that you hate throughout this like dr grant you know you kind of just throw them aside it's it's more her her friends and her that you, you know see such such a tragic ending it's always hard on the viewer to to lose your main character especially at the end but this is all part of our lesson um you know essentially you know our our hero our heroine her hubris ultimately got the best of her you know she she was hurt uh wanted revenge but i'm a firm believer that revenge is an ugly color on anyone um, no matter who we are and, but at the same time, we can all relate. We've been there, you know, when you are angry and someone else is to blame, you want to do anything you can to hurt them from something small to something drastic as, as Mary's body, body modification. Now, because of this revenge, as her story falls apart, everything falls apart for her in, in, Time and sadly her untimely death, but in a way this was also freedom for her. Um, all of these stressors were bringing her down, and realistically, to be tossed into prison, I think would have been the ultimate form of torture for her. So in a way, this was the the best of a really terrible situation. So um, as always, guys, uh, you know I hope you're having. Wonderful, stellar time, especially in February, being our Woman in Horror Month. Remember to celebrate however you can. Watch a film with a woman as a director. Watch a film written by a woman. Watch a film starring a woman. I don't care. Um, you know, it's 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 a hard industry, and I gotta say, nothing made me prouder than to see that the Grammys, you know, really saw female domination in all of the main categories. So you know, we're on the way. Don't let anyone tell you that the battle has already been won and fought. It hasn't. It's a struggle we all live every day. So definitely keep on it, guys. So as always, feel free um, to reach out to me on Instagram. Hey, if you're watching a woman in horror film, tag me. I want to see it. So, um, and, uh, you know, as always, even if you just want to say hi, love to hear from you. Feel free to leave a review on iTunes. Always want to know if I can improve what you love, what you hate, and uh, as always, guys, keep calm, stay creepy.